Hello, this is Don Anders, and welcome to the Florida Retirement System Podcast. And we've been going over the four different pension options, and we're coming to the conclusion right now. So we went over the, the other three options. If you haven't listened to them, please go back and listen to them. Pension option four, and by the way, we're joined here with Alex Dingman. How you doing, Alex? Always good to be here, my friend. And I never even knew there was four different options. Yeah, right. I thought you just picked the pension and just rolled with it. Yeah, no, there's four of them. Um, and so we're going to wrap up. It right now. Okay. okay. So pension option four, it's really the least chosen option out of all of them. It's a little weird, but I actually like it. Mm. So the way it works is it covers you and your spouse for both of your lives, but you both become the beneficiary of your pension. Okay. And so explain to me the difference then in three and four, because that is that is the difference, but tell me why this is important then. The difference is... Let's say you work for 25, 30 years, you retire, and then your spouse passes away. If your spouse passes away, it cuts your pension option by one third. Hmm. If you pass away, your spouse receives two thirds of the pension. Okay. So basically, if either one of you passes away, your your pension's cut by one third. So a lot of times people say, well, yeah, but my bills will be, you know, similar. I don't want my pension cut by, by a third. Well, the nice thing about this option is it's still based on your spouse's life expectancy, but it's not nearly as much as pension option three. So what some people do is they choose pension option four, so they both still have some coverage, and then they buy a smaller life insurance policy to cover them. Or sometimes people say, okay, we're going to pick pension option four because it's a higher amount, and we're going to take our drop money, and we're going to just save that and let it grow in case something ever happens to both of us. So it sounds like you have kind of some more options than with four than maybe you do with three as far as... Well, you so pension option four is just a higher amount, right? Mm-hmm. So you have more money. If you have more money, you have more options with what you you know mm-hmm. what you can do. So, so let me give you an example of a time that it really made sense for a couple to pick option uh, number four. So the wife was retiring and she was 62 and I would say average health, mm-hmm. um, you know, not... not Great health, you know, typical high blood pressure. You know, I think she's, you know, had a few other health issues, but not bad. Uh, but the husband was in absolutely perfect health and he was 76 years old. So, older spouse is a male, so he usually dies younger. And life expectancy in his family, what, they were all over 100. Hmm. So, the FRS, they don't look at any of that. They don't look at health. They don't look at life expectancy, not the way an insurance company would. So, what they said was, okay, she's 62. He's 76. If something happens to him, we're going to cut the pension by one-third. So pension option four in their situation was actually higher than pension option one. They got more money in their drop and they got more money in uh, just for the rest of their life and still had a spousal benefit. And statistically, if you look at them, their life expectancy was probably about the same. And so it was really smart for them to go ahead and take it. So we'll hear people say, yeah, I don't know why anyone to take pension option four. I don't want to take pension option four. For some people, it actually makes a lot of sense. So you want to take a look at all the numbers, and that's why we recommend, you know, all of our clients, what we do is we sit down, we go over all four of them, we get the numbers from the FRS, then we also go over the investment plan, which we're going to talk about that in a little bit, and then we take all of that and we just see which is the best option and give you all of your actual options that are available to you because sometimes we tell people to do the investment plan. 
Sometimes option one, sometimes option three, sometimes option four. Like I said, option option two. I'm not a <laughs> shying away from that I, one. I am a I am an option two uh, pessimist. Yes, so. I hear you. Uh, but so, but besides that, usually we'll we'll be able to actually break down and and give them some good options uh, that way. So, if you are getting ready to retire. I hope that these four options really helped you out. Uh, but more importantly, look at them in your individual situation and make sure that whatever you're doing is the, the the best thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just as easy as are you married, are you not married? There's a lot of different options, and that's where it comes down talking to you, uh, talking with the resources you have at work, those kind of things, and make sure you're doing the right thing. Yeah, and also the resources just, you know, the resources that you have at work, make sure that they're not giving you, you know, a canned answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told the story before about the lady who came in and uh, and she she was going through, she had cancer and they chose option one. Uh, that's an example of somebody at her work and they were actually in the HR department that told her to choose that because it's the highest benefit. So a lot of times you'll get a canned answer um, from somebody about it just because that's what they do every day and they tell everybody the same thing. You want your recommendations based on your situation. And there's a time that all of these options are the best ones for somebody. So don't think that it's a one size fits all type of thing. Very good. I think I have a better understanding of my four options here, Don. Thank you. All right. My pleasure. The purpose of this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you want more information, more education, please visit www.frsdrop.com. And that's our webpage where you can download more information. You can register for one of our webinars. You can even request an appointment for our team. And let me stress, this is education and information. Recommendations are for clients. They're for people that we actually meet with. And if you'd like to meet with us, we work all throughout the state of Florida. We'd love to do that. And you can also do that on that website. So once again, www.frsdrop.com. And one last thing before we go, this is a serial podcast. So meaning we're, it's going to be about 15 episodes explaining the Florida retirement system, but please make sure that you subscribe because if there's any types of updates or anything pertinent to your retirement, we're going to update it on this podcast. There might end up being multiple updates uh, that would be very important to you. So make sure you subscribe because then you'll get an alert that there's a new episode. Also, if you have someone that would benefit from this, someone that you work with, someone that you know that's in the Florida retirement system, please consider sharing this with them. And please consider giving us a five-star review. Don Anders is an investment advisor representative and insurance professional. Anders and Anders Financial Group Incorporated is an independent financial services firm, helping individuals create financial strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agencies. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and a registered investment advisor. Madison Avenue Securities and Anders & Anders Financial Group are not affiliated companies.